Open Mic is a podcast brought to you by Bethel Express of America. Once again, we're back. You know, I'm starting to really, really enjoy this a lot. Like, I knew I was going to. Uh, I had the right people involved in my life, starting with Andrew the Hero, small age, went, uh, the engineer. And uh, I used to say on my, on my uh, and I still do have the jazz broadcast, where I say not only is he in the building, but he's in the booth. And then I would introduce him as the engineer. And then, um, and then, uh, or uh, what I should what should I say? Her Majesty the Finest, or something like that, <laughs> something along that line. My wife Julia, as the as as the as the guest, no, not the guest, the host. I'm the guest, I guess. Oh, get that! <laughs> All right, so just the same. <laughs> uh, so she's here. So. So how you doing, Lulu? I'm good. I'm good. My watch didn't understand you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm wearing it on the other wrist because I had wrist surgery, but it's all good. Yeah, and one of these days, you're gonna. Everybody's gonna learn all the nicknames that I have for Julia. For the, the, depending on the scenario, determines one of five different nicknames that I have for her. So you just heard me call her call her Lulu because of what just happened. <laughs> so, but we'll, we'll we'll go on anyway. Talk to the people. Say hi, people. Hi, people. There you go. <laughs> well, we're here for another podcast uh, episode, and we're going to start with B.E. becoming the last name. Now, I remember when we courted and I was officially married to you that I took on the last name of Peace, which I personally love. I think it's the greatest name ever. Come on now. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I got to make sure that I am a woman of peace. Mm-hmm. Especially with you. Peach okay, <laughs> So can you answer that question? We'll go to that. Um, what does, where does it come from? Well, in an earlier episode, we talked about, I, I talked about identity. And the number one thing that gives us identity is our name, not just what we are identified with or are connected or correlated with or connected to, but literally our name. And I love these kids so much. If I had, if I could get my way, all of them would have the last name Peace, so I could just claim them all. And and well, some of them do it anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> but just the same, uh, just so we could all in in unity, if you will, um, and in solidarity. So one day I was just talking to them about different things, and I said, you know, you know, B E is y'all's last name. You know that, right? You know, and um. Uh, they, I, I knew it connected, and I, I knew it would stick, and I knew it stuck then, uh, which is another one of our names, if you will, another one of our things. But I won't forget um, Amber. Amber, she said uh, in a video, somebody was doing a video story on, on BE. This is like 2005. And she said, in the video, she said, uh, she says, Mike says that BE is our last name. And she says, it really is. And and it struck me then that yeah they take this serious not because I say so but because it is so and then that's and so I I did that for the sake of identification I did that for the sake of of uh, solidarity and I did it for the sake of us re- really coming together and understanding who we are together and collectively. So you spoke of solidarity. You know how you have families <clears throat> where there's always that family where there's always one person that strikes up discord, mm-hmm. you know, and th- fighting 
starts, food yeah, uh-huh. starts being thrown, uh-huh. <laughs> and a brawl may break out, you know. But I think it comes to to mind that family is all we have that are there to support one another right. and the importance of that. So would you say that's basically rolled into the importance of knowing, you know, that B.E. is your last name, that you don't fight as yes. family? And that lends to, and that, that lends to and that mindset lends to a degree of stability that some of the kids do not have at home. I'll give you an example of something. We were getting ready to have an event and uh, I had the kids write down. We knew who the, I knew who they were and they had written down how they felt about BE. So we narrowed it down to two kids and I won't forget as I read what she wrote, it was like really powerful. And she wrote in it, BE is the family that I don't have. Right. Um, and that particular event, her mother had came to the event. She did not know her mother was going to come. So I had one of our leaders, I said, take them upstairs and have them practice their presentation one more time before they come downstairs and do what they're going to do. And I knew what I was doing, but I didn't want to say that. I just wanted that that to be her decision and her realization. So, of course, when we did it, she came downstairs and, you know, we later on in the event, those two were going to say what they were going to say. And when she read it, she says, B.E. is the family that is the family that I have when I'm not with my family. And I was like, I'm so glad she said that because that that would have really hurt her mother to have heard her say, you know, B.E. is the family that I don't have. That's how she felt. But I did not believe that that would have been a, appropriate to have said, at least in front of all those people, especially with her mother right there. You know, and so once again, those are the kinds of things that 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 we just wanted to create in their minds about the fact that, you know, uh, you, you, you no one here will curse at you. No one here will berate you. No one here will put you down. No one here. No one here will speak death to you um, by their words. Um, no one here will ignore you. No one here will deny you the love and encouragement and support that you you need. And so whatever it is that they don't get at home or do get at home that's out of line, when they're with us, they will get just what they're supposed to get because they're with us. So as you talk about family and parenthood, does that roll into the importance of that aspect? Because we find that a lot of kids, though they go through so many things at home, they are loyal to protection of certain aspects in their household. Yes. And and that's the reason why I'm very careful about certain things that I say. And I say them so often, no one, no one can legitimately say that I spoke against anyone in their homes. Like, you know, if, 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 you know, we, we say like, for instance, we tell the kids, you know, some of you may have been born and don't know where your father is or your mother is or whatever the case may be. Or some of you were born and you have a different last name than any of your parents and stuff like that. We tell them, we don't put anybody down. We don't judge anybody. We don't condemn anybody. We just want to do things God's way here. And and we we just we just we're big on saying that this is how God 
wants things to be. And not everybody comes into the world the way God wants them to be. Not everybody grows up in this life the way God will want them to be until they get saved. But I tell them, you cannot do anything about how you came into the world or what goes on in your home. But you can do something once you get the truth and you are able to take get on, on your own. You are able to do what is right. You are able to do things God's way. And we're teaching you how to do those things now. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, once again, we don't put anybody down. You know, we, we don't even go there on all of that. We talk about what God has to say, God's position on things, and we apply it in contemporary form for them to be able to to get their heads around it, if you will. So I've heard the phrase, it takes a village. Mm-hmm. Um, and a village, a lot of people, especially from other countries, have that identity in terms of their village. Yes. What is the village type of Bethel Express? I would tell any parent, and I, and, I, and I have said this many times publicly, whether I was speaking to parents or not, I would say that when your children are in your home, BE is the village. When your children are with us, Everybody else is the village. And that's how we embrace the the children to be a part of our family. It's like, yeah, we, well, in BE, if if I have a kid that's really good in football, I'm going to, I'm going to meet the coach. I want to meet his football coach. Uh, uh, we have, we have, we have a kid that's really good with, with um, robotics. I want to know the robotics teacher or the robotics coach. I, all of those people, I, you know, they're good in step. I want to know who's the coordinator of that because I want to know what they're doing and where they're coming from so that I know how to combat anything that they're being told that's in opposition with what we're teaching from God's authoritative word. Have you ever been in direct disagreement with your ideals within Bethel Express versus a family member? Oh, most definitely. You mean how often does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you were getting at? Yes, yes, but... Yes, and and I, and I always tell the parents or whomever is in in authority in that home, I always tell them we are teaching your your cousin, your niece, your nephew, your granddaughter, whatever. We are teaching them what God says, and we we don't apologize for what God says. We are all trying to do what God wants us to do and live according to that, and and live according to that. I told I told everybody, no matter who you are, one day. I am going to have to present this ministry to the Lord as the pastor. I am going to have to to present this ministry to the Lord and God does not accept excuses. And that's, that's just, that's just the bottom line. And I tell people, so I want them to understand that I'm taking this very serious. I have eternity to deal with on this one with the Lord. I have eternity to deal with this. And, and so I'm doing I'm like we always say, if it's not in the word, it doesn't count. We give them what the word says in context so that they will know where we're coming from. So in time, they all realize that, you know, we have their their child's best interest in mind. So can you give me an example of how you as well as leaders address conflict in a family and how you assist them? Because I know the phrase is, we're not here to raise your child. We're here to partner with you, you know, to assist you. Mm-hmm. Well, well, when we say that, we're really being cute because really we are telling them how they're supposed to raise their kids. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to call your daughter a hoochie. No, you're not supposed to discipline your son by taking a Bible away from him. 
You know, a uh, parent once asked me, well, the only thing that, that hurts my, my son is when I take the Bible away from him. What should I do? I said, don't do that. <laughs> you know, so we're being cute when we say we're not trying to tell you how to raise your kids. We are trying to tell them how to raise the kids if they're doing the wrong thing. But we're being cute about it when we say we're not trying to. But just the same, um, uh, whenever they have, whenever we have experienced conflicts, conflicts like that, once again, we're, we're just telling them what we ascribe to. And we, we, God has given us, God has given us a history. God has given us a, a, a track record, if you will, of of what has happened because people have trusted us with their kids. And I will always tell anybody, let's talk. I'll give you the numbers of some of the parents that say, Mike Peace. If ever anybody has any problems with you, send them to me. Parents have told me that, you know. And and I'll just I'll say to a parent, would you like to talk to someone, you know, whose son came to our ministry, you know, all willy nilly and wild and everything and and what he's turned into. And I'll just tell him, here, this parent says, you could talk to them. And 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 they will tell you what BE has done for their family. And once again, it's we, we have a history. We have a track record. We have a background that we're trying to continue to uphold because we know greater than, greater than any human being, the Lord is watching us. And we want to make sure mm. that the Lord will be pleased with us as a ministry. So have you, I'm sure a lot of kids go home and they tell their parents, uh, and it may have gotten back to you. Well, Mike P says. Well, Mike P says. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, oh here's what. Here's, this this has become a new favorite one. We have this thing in our ministry where we tell we tell the kids, girls have cooties until they get married, and boys are knuckleheads until they get married. I tell the girls, girls, boys are knuckleheads until they get married, and fellas, girls have cooties until they get married. One young man went home and his parents, you know, he, so he got his parents together and he says, you're a knucklehead and you have cooties. That's what he said to his parents, right? And um, they looked at him. They said, why? Why? Because you guys are not married. Um, and Mike P said, if, you, if you're not married, you have cooties. And if you, as, as a woman and, and as a man, you're a knucklehead. So, Daddy, you're a knucklehead, and Mommy, you you have cooties. I love you both, right? I am not making this up. And you were there, too. Uh, a year later, I officiated their wedding. <laughs> and they weren't mad at you. And they were not mad at me. Sure, they appreciated that. Yes, so, there you go. So, all of this builds into identity. What is it that you desire for the ultimate identity of a child of Bethel Express to possess? I come from a couple of areas, and uh, because I, because they, our kids, urban kids, our kids, just period, but urban kids are bombarded with so many different things that are not necessarily good about being in the hood or from the inner city or from the city or from an urban area or from the slums that we want them to be identified with Christ. We want them that the ultimate identity is to be with Jesus. What does the Lord say about you? Forget about what anybody says good or bad about you. What does the Lord say? Because the Lord gets the final say. We teach this to them. And so with that, though, uh, of course, we, we put another edge to it. And I tell all the kids, you know, regardless of the ethnic strain, I mean, I understand full well what goes on in America, but I tell the kids, when you decide to be down with Jesus, you are no longer a minority. You are now God's priority. And I can back that up in 1 Peter chapter 4, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, chosen generation, you know, a peculiar people. I said, does this sound like a minority to you? 
you know, regardless as to what your ethnic strain is, does this sound like a minority? And so we give them that identity. We want them to be identified with Christ. What does the Lord say about you? Because the Lord gets the final say. And so we have to make sure that we meet his standards, his requirements. And so that's pretty much where we're coming from with it. That's what we do. So that's a lasting key to the legacy of Bethel Express. Would you say that? Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. And you have examples of kids now that are Uh, living that. Right. Yeah, you know, our kids, they don't grow up thinking that they're kings and queens. I get where people are coming from, all that stuff. I'm not into all of that, okay? I'm into a a, a more horizontal approach to something that's very, very vertical in the law or very, very vertical in life. And just for those kids to understand that you can make your way through society, be very successful, very effective. When we teach when we teach these kids about how to start a business and then all these years later, we have four family members that are making a very lucrative living off of a business that they mm-hmm. started when we taught them about how to do these things when they were 11 and 12. You know, once again, they, they are learning that regardless as to whatever goes on in society, I have the Lord with me. The Lord is on my side. I'm with Jesus and he will see me through and I will be more than a conqueror. And that's all I need to concern myself with. And the last thing I want to ask you in terms of Bethel Express, BE, the tribe is a lot of times when someone does something that goes against the tribe, they are kicked out and ostracized. How do you handle that when uh, a child may have done something or have been a disappointment? You mean when they've been with us with or us, like they did something when, when somewhere else, us. but they're well, still a part of us? Well, when they're still a part of us. Well, either being a part of us or even in their later on in life. Oh, uh, well, in school, whenever something happens or goes on with some of these kids, I will, um, I will, uh, like, like, let's say a kid is in trouble in school. I would say to that kid in front of the principal or the counselor or the teacher or the social worker, I would say, this is what we teach so-and-so, when he is with us, he is not exhibiting this in school, but we want you to know this is what we teach. And then I would say to that kid right in front of everybody, you know well, not, but you know what I mean, just the ones involved, and I say, um, uh, he is not doing what we are teaching him, and you know this too, so you make sure that from this point on, now that everybody knows how you're supposed to be because of what you're being taught, you make sure that you do that from now on in this school. You know how sometimes people say, well, is your behavior what we're teaching them? Well, I already know that it's not, so why am I asking them? I'm letting them know. I know this is not cool. You know it's not cool, so let's get this right and let's get this together. And so, yes, so uh, so even when they get older, you know, the, the big thing is, and, and people, please, as you're listening to this, don't get this wrong because I know what I sound like when I'm saying this. All right. And that is this when they say, you know, I find that when the kids have done some things they have no business doing, you know, or it seems like the only thing that matters to them is that I still love them or that the BE leaders still love them. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. You need to be more concerned. You need to be concerned with more than that because we're going to love you, you know, when you mess up. But we're not going to be pleased with you and we're not going to make a big deal about you um, just because we love you. You know, you've messed up. Let's get this right. 
so we can continue to celebrate the fact that we know that you're headed somewhere worth talking about. Wow. Well, we know that family carries a lot of issues, a lot of things to be dealt with. And what you've over, what you've shared with us uh, being the importance of having a last name um, and even what it means, uh, the importance of being that family member, having a tribe support you, um, parenthood, and the most important of identity and being established well and grounded. So i just like to take this point in wrapping up, time in wrapping up, to say thank you so much for choosing to listen to us today. And also, we'd like to give a special thank you to all those that had it in their heart to support uh, this endeavor of having a podcast for your yeah. financial support, for your prayer encouragement. And so this is a result of all that you've done to make this happen. So if it's really, really good, it's your fault. If it ain't... Mm, I don't know. I don't like to place the blame. But don't, don't forget <laughs> Don't forget to catch us next time as we continue to talk about Bethel Express. And you, you'll notice there'll be some topics that will change because times change. But Bethel Express is so dear to us. And we want you to know that you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere that you listen to a podcast. Until then, stay well and be safe. Thank you.